Welcome to Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob Reich, navigating through circumstances. Coach Bob tackles the issues that plague business professionals today with candor and transparency. He provides real answers to real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's great circumstances. And here is Coach Bob. I don't like salespeople. How often have you heard that? Or how often have you said that? When you walk into a store and the salesperson comes up to you, the first thing you say is, I'm just looking. Is that really the truth? Or are you trying to avoid the salesperson? Welcome to Intentional Leadership, Navigating Through Your Circumstances. I'm Bob Risch, and I'm excited to host this podcast because I love to talk about the simple things that oftentimes become very complicated in our lives as leaders. And one of those things I would like to talk about today is sales. I love to teach sales. I love to talk to people about sales. I teach a program called Street Fighting Sales Skills because, yes, it is a street fight. And oftentimes, we run into people, or maybe even ourselves, lack the skills to be an effective salesperson. The goal of Street Fighting Sales Skills is to take an unpopular, often un comfortable process and turn it into a comfortable conversation. Today, I'm going to talk about the most important aspect of a sales process, and that aspect is the ability to ask questions, or what I would also like to say is the willingness to ask questions. I talk about sales as a conversation. And one of the aspects that I always teach my students when I'm teaching a sales class is walk into a sales opportunity with a checklist. And those five items that are on the checklist are number one, trust. Number two, need. Number three, solution. Number four, urgency. And number five, money or affordability. And I teach my students, or I teach people sales, that if you are going to be successful in helping person buy what they need, you need to check every one of those items off. They need to trust you. They need to see that you're there to help them get what they need, not what you want them to buy. Number two, they need to see the need. I always say that the need does not exist until they say it. We can know their need or we can assume we know their need. And many times we may be right as the salesperson. However, if the person doesn't verbalize the need, it does not exist. Third, solution. Are you a solution? Are you a person who they see as a person that is helping them guide that, or helping guide them to really what they need and taking care of them? Do they see you as somebody who cares about them? Number four, urgency. Do they see the urgency of the situation? Do they see a reason why they need to buy 
the insurance policy or the couch or the car today. And then affordability. Can they afford it? Yes, everybody says they have no money or everybody says they can't afford it or they need to check their budget. But I will tell you this, once they see the need and they see the urgency, they see you as a solution, they, they trust you, it's amazing they always seem to find the money. They always find a way to afford what they want. Our job as salespeople is to help them understand the need. We need to help them understand where they're at, where they want to be, and our job is to close that gap. There are a lot of things that we can talk about to help them close that gap. Listening, uh, we can talk about telling, how to say certain things, and to be intentional with what we say. We can talk about the idea of helping them understand and speak and tell us what they need. There's a lot of those aspects that we can talk about, but the one I want to talk about today is the ability to ask the question. The ability to bring value to our per the person we're talking to so they see that we're there to take care of them, not to just try to sell them. It has often been said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And, I, and the reason I say it that way, because many of you said it right with me, because we've heard that for years, but the thing I want to talk about today is that really true. The greatest way to bring value to your clients or to your customers is to ask questions. When we're unable to make the sale, when we get too many objections, or maybe they buy it, but yet they bring it back because they experience buyer's remorse. I will always say that one of those five items on the checklist was not checked. They didn't see the need, or maybe they didn't trust you. They didn't see you as a solution, or they didn't see the urgency, or there was a perceived affordability issue. I will tell you that 99 times out of 100, when those things are not checked off, it is because you as the salesperson did not ask the right questions. The questions are not about trying to close them at the very beginning. The questions are there to help them to discover their needs. Here's an example. Tell me about you. Tell me about what you're looking for. Tell me a little bit about more about your needs. Why do you, are you looking for this particular car? What is it that you're looking to accomplish in the next year, two, three, or five years? Those type of questions do require patience, but they also require you to care enough to take the time to get to know them. The more those discovery questions are asked, it will begin to build trust. It will establish the need. It will show you as a solution. It'll show them the urgency and oftentimes it will show them that they really need this and lower the objections of can they really afford this. When the questions are asked, if you were able to do this today, how would you feel? Are you interested in taking care of your family? If I can show you a way to make money today, would you be interested? 
everybody knows it as well as the, those of you that are listening today. Those are not discovery questions. Those are closing questions. And when those questions are asked before trust is built, before need is established, before they see you as the solution, before the urgency is placed, and before the question of affordability is answered, they will always object and oftentimes walk away. The reason that people do not buy what they need is because the, not, the questions were not asked or enough questions were asked. Today, I want to talk about the art of asking the question. Asking questions shows your clients or customers you are interested in learning about their needs. It also reveals you desire for them to understand their own needs. Because the goal of a great salesperson is to help their clients discover their needs. Asking questions is not to find information like health and financial ability, financial ability at the very beginning. Asking questions illustrates and it also unveils your value. When you understand their needs, they will recognize your value. I want to make sure you understood that. When you understand their needs, they will recognize your value. The person who asks the question is always in control. Oftentimes, this is just the opposite. When many times salespeople are in a sales situation, think back to maybe something, that, a position that you have been in or as a salesperson or the client or customer. Who is the one doing most of the talking? If it was the salesperson, that means they were not in control, the client was. And oftentimes in the client's silence, they are asking the questions. Why should I trust this person? Why are they talking to me like this? I don't see the need. I don't see the purpose. I don't see a reason why we need to continue this conversation. The tragedy oftentimes is the, not that the questions are being asked, but you don't hear the questions and don't even realize that they're actually in control. The person who asks the questions is always in control. The purpose of great questions, asking is not to sell, but to understand their need. As you listen to your future clients and customers, listen to understand, not to reply. Listen to understand, not to sell. Make sure that they have no doubt that you are there to help them Find a solution to their needs. Let's look at the principles of asking great questions. Number one, pay attention. When you are transparent with your intention to listen, to understand, you are valuing them because everybody wants to be valued. When you ask questions, always focus on the person. Every ounce of your attention needs to focus on them. If you don't, psychologically, the signal that you have devalued them is what they see. And their attention will always be focused. The question they're always asking themselves, is this a person that I want to trust? Does this person care about me? Make sure that you're asking the questions so they're giving you the information you need, not asking those questions. Number two, 
Remember the person who asks the question is always in control because it's not about giving the information, it's about getting the information. Number three, you need to be patient. When you let your clients talk, they will tell you exactly how you can help them. When you listen, the person will tell you their needs. Remember, a need does not exist until they verbalize it. Number four, this is the most valuable thing you will ever learn about asking questions. Your clients or customers need to give 90% of the content. You will ask 90% of the questions. All too often, the salesperson is preparing on how much information they want to give their clients. Whereas the less information you give and the more information you hear will allow you to actually make more sales. And here's how it works. When they give you their needs, their needs become your presentation because now you're able to confirm that need and then add a value to that need. We're going to talk about how to add value proposition in the next podcast. The key here is the 90-10 rule. We speak 10% of the time. They speak 90% of the time. Number five is when the questions are asking you need to when the when you are asking the questions you need to make sure you keep what you say short if they ask you a question make sure you keep your answer short make sure if you need to say something you need to keep it short so you want to keep them talking if you speak more than 3 sentences without asking a question you are talking too much Never speak more than three sentences in a row. If you do that, you need to start asking more questions. That's a great litmus test on are you asking enough questions or are you speaking too much? Number six, this is where it is important to ask and not speak. When someone says something you don't agree with, please do not argue with them. Ask them another question. One of the greatest questions you can ask is, tell me more. Can you expound on that? Can you tell me more about that? What you want to do is not necessarily focus on what you may not agree with, but what you want to do is ensure that you understand what they're saying from their perspective. Be agreeable. Don't argue. Next, when you see a sales opportunity and you have not completed your questions, hold the temptation to pounce. Pouncing is jumping to the sale as soon as you see the opportunity. One of the biggest myths and the biggest mistakes that salespeople have made and they have been taught over the years is with the moment you see a sales opportunity, close. That is 100% wrong. When you are still asking the questions, you need to hold the temptation to sell and close. Make sure you get all the information before you close, and here's why. They may not have the trust in you yet. They may not see all their needs yet. They may not see you as a solution. The urgency may not be there, and also the opportunity to show affordability may not be there. What you want to focus on is asking the questions because the more questions you ask, the more their objections begin to go away. It is important to wait until you have built trust and they see that they're and they see their need before you jump too fast 
If you jump too fast, they will back away, and you will usually fall on your face. Don't pounce or go for the throat when you hear a great issue or an opportunity that you know you can solve. Attack one issue now, and you lose the momentum and the opportunity. Wait, write it down, nod your head, smile, and come back to it in your closing. Continue listening, and you just may discover more opportunities. I can't say this too often. Listen to understand. Don't listen to reply. You are waiting for the best opportunity to close. The best close that I can teach you today, and if you learn one thing from today, pay attention to this. The best close is, if you're writing this down, it's three words. Here's your best close. You told me. When they object or ask questions, beginning with, you told me, is the best opportunity to answer the objection. When they say they're not interested, you're able to say, you told me this is the direction you want to go. Please help me understand why you're not interested. What aren't you interested in? This is what you told me. Did I misunderstand what you said? Once again, listen. If we do this effectively, when you come back with a solution, you can use the three most powerful words in any presentation, you told me. If they did not tell you, you lose the most powerful close you can ever have. Pay attention to every detail and then summarize everything that they've told you using the words, you told me. It's amazing how most objections take place because the questions wasn't asked. When you ask the right questions and you ask enough of them, you will pull all that information out and you can sit back and say, please help me understand. You told me, did I hear that wrong? Did I hear this correctly? Help me understand. Don't be judgmental. It is better to ask for more information than to make assumptions about what you believe they are saying. Always clarify. You never want to be judgmental of what you think they mean. Make them answer the question and be clear about what they say. Don't be stingy with your thank yous. Give them as much as you possibly can. Remember, be specific about what you are thanking them for and be genuine. Thank them for their time. Thank them for being open. Thank them for their uh, vulnerability. Thank them for their transparency. Thank them for the opportunity to speak with you. Thank them as much as you possibly can. And let them know you are honored that they are spending time allowing you to speak with them. Be humble and appreciative. The more admiration that you expect by telling them that you appreciate what they're doing, that you admire them for some specific trait, it is amazing how often that will build trust. That will allow them to tell you more about needs. That will show you as a solution. That will bring out urgency, but most of all, it will show them that the, you are of value and people will always pay for value. Pay attention. Back to the beginning, pay attention. And then close when you have asked all the questions. When you complete your questions, I always ask, is there any other questions I did not ask that I should have? It's amazing what this does because oftentimes the question they ask is often a question or an objection that they may have that you may not have stumbled on. The question is very powerful. 
It often reveals those objections that you haven't found yet, and they will give you more objections before they officially object. When all questions have been answered, begin by summarizing everything they have said by prefacing it with the three magical words you told me. This great tool often eliminates or cuts down the objections. It lowers the stress and it initiates further communication because the objection process is the one that we dread. However, if we see it as an objection process, it turns into a war. If we see it as an opportunity to answer their questions, it turns into an opportunity to be significant in their lives. That's what people are looking for. Asking the questions is the key to every sales process. Asking the more questions will actually get you more sales. If you go into this by telling them as much as you can about what you want to sell, oftentimes they shut down on you. If you go into it by asking as many questions to find out what they are about, oftentimes they will want to help you become a success in their life. When the trust isn't there, when the need isn't there, when the solution isn't there, when urgency isn't there, or the affordability isn't there, always go back to not what they did or did not do, always go back and focus on the reason that you have the objections or and unable to get the sale in most cases is because you did not ask enough questions. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode on Intentional Leadership, Navigating Through Your Circumstances. It is an honor to spend time with you each and every week. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at 623-628-1996 or coach at bobrish.com. I invite you to follow me on LinkedIn. You can find my profile at linkedin.com forward slash IM forward slash Robert Rish. Also, there are opportunities for sponsorships available. Please reach out for more details. Now, as you are able, I ask you to consider supporting this program financially. As we are constantly improving and growing to a larger audience, we depend on your generosity. Please click the support this podcast button and it'll give you more details. It is an honor to partner with you as we increase our significance. Have a great day and see you next time.